This is Mona Lisa Baseball, Season 2. Episode 19, recorded September 8th. Is there ever going to be an episode where we just talk about movies and films and stuff? I remember asking Russ his favorite baseball movie. He said Major League. And uh, talked about that just a just a tinge, but uh, there's always room for good baseball movie talk. I think. I mean, I think you can make a whole. Do you, do you have a clear favorite? Clear? Uh, no, not clear. But I can run off of a top five. I'd like to hear your top five off the uh, cuff here. All right, I'll just let's go. Natural in no particular order. Okay. The Natural, Field of Dreams. Uh, we got Major League. I got to steal that from Russ one. Two left. You only got two left. Right, right. Uh, a League of Their Own. Okay, yeah. Great. And uh, go Sandlot. Oh, the best of all of them, yeah. <laughs> That's a great list. I can't knock you for any of those. I'd probably go with most of the ones you went with. Sandlot, Major League. Or no, sorry. Sandlot, A League of Their Own for sure. Natural. Natural is amazing because it's full-blown hokiness, but yet they still pull it off. It's still somehow a good baseball movie, even though it's too fairy tale. It's the music. It's the music in that movie. It's so epic. Yeah, good call. It elevates all the material. You're right. It's so hokey, but it's just a beautiful movie. Yeah, they pulled it off. It's very impressive. Okay, guys. I want to talk about Aaron Judge. Okay. He's on the Yankees. He has 55 home runs uh, this year already. September 8th, 55 home runs. Right. Quite the season. Yes. But there's something I do not understand about this guy. Okay. They're not walking him. Ah. And he really doesn't have anybody, any strong bats around him. What? Yeah. So let's contrast that Hmm. with the Barry Bonds year. Yeah. The 198 walk year. <laughs> yeah, it got old. 68. 198? 68 intentional walks. 198 total walks. Okay. It's kind of amazing it's only 68 intentional because it feels like more. I guess it was the accumulation of all the seasons we had to watch. Well, I'm talking about 2002. We could compare it with 2004. That's the year he had 232 walks and was intentionally walked 120 times. Two. 32? Well, that's the all-time record. Oh, my God. Yeah. Good luck. (laughs) Barry Bonds was on drugs. Uh, This is well-established. He was no longer a human being by that time. They just stopped pitching to him. And so Aaron Judge is having this, like, animal year. Only 14 intentional walks. Yeah. Yeah, that's... Only 85 total walks. I don't get it. It doesn't make sense to me. He's having a Barry Bonds year. Why are they not walking him? And how many... He's beating teams regularly. And how are they doing in the standings? Yes, yeah, so... Um, I think they're first place, aren't they? They are. Shit, man. That's, yeah, that's funny. In large part due to Aaron. Man, I guess it's too bad. I don't know the team good enough to put in a good answer, but I, that's baffling. They're 83 and 55. I don't know why they're pitching to this guy. I'm looking at the Yankees lineup. doesn't make any sense to me. doesn't make any sense. What's changed? Hmm. What's his batting average? At the time of this recording, his batting average is 301. Jeez. RBIs? 118. (laughs) Sizzling. Right. Why are they, why are they letting this guy beat them? He's beating teams. It's almost single-handedly, it looks like. 
Jeez. Well, he's on pace for 66. If, not if they start walking him like they should like they right. walk barry yeah and that's why i was comparing barry's 2002 year because it was like it wasn't when they were crazy intentionally walking him all the time yeah and he had kind of had established himself um i think it was a good year to compare 68 intentional walks aaron judge only has 14 at this point he's not gonna get anywhere near that that year barry hit 46 mostly because they would not pitch to him yeah <laughs> Because he was no longer a human being. If he did continue on this trajectory, he would break the American League record for home runs. Oh, the American League record, yeah. This is why I'm talking about this guy. This is a big deal. Yeah. Why aren't they walking him? But that's what's interesting is you lay down the facts and it's a big deal. But even though I know that it's been going on, it hasn't got me to watch it all. No. So I want it to be a big deal. Well, I'm not watching Yankees games, but dude. I don't actually. Yeah, I mean, I guess I don't ever watch Yankees games, but don't watch. Yeah, I mean, they don't even have to throw the pitches for the intentional walk anymore. Yeah. Well, what's also kind of interesting with this Aaron Judge situation currently is that his contract is up, or he has an option mm. to opt out at the end of this year, and he was originally offered something along the lines of like a mere $10.1 million a year. But after the whole Soto thing, he's like, now he's him and Aaron judges and his, and his lawyers are like, Oh wow. You're really going to lowball him like that. And right now the Yankees are just like holding firm. They're, huh. they're kind of like, well, okay, let's see how this year pans out. And then, you know, maybe we'll negotiate, you know, after the season, but that's kind of like, you know, frustrating the player, Aaron judge and his, and his uh, representatives and, quite possibly the fans who, you know, in the whole organization. So there's, there's, there's some, uh, you know, there's some conflict going on in the organization right now. I mean, there's rumors everywhere right now. I mean, even the giants are saying like, Oh, we should pick up Aaron judge. And why the heck not really? It's like, we can give him a new home and pay the man what he, you know, maybe close to Juan Soto money or maybe more than Juan Soto money. I don't know. Yeah. That's what's going on in New York right now. The pinstripes. I'm shocked to hear that there's unrest in the big apple. Yeah, <laughs> that Yankees players are concerned with their their salaries, their contracts above uh, the game. That's shocking to me. So tell me the standard here of Juan Soto money. What what is Juan Soto money? Is he the uh, highest paid player in baseball? He's become a benchmark. He's the new A Rod. He did turn down the highest offer in history. The Nationals offered him four hundred and forty million like a half a billion dollars basically over 15 years, but that's over 15 years. <laughs> but, um, and he turned it down and obviously took the contract with, uh, uh, the Padres, his, what the hell did the Padres pay him? He's just getting old contract money. He's getting whatever he was getting from, oh, okay. uh, from the nationals, uh, cause he was traded. Okay. Right. So whatever he was getting there. So I think after this, We'll see what happens with... Uh, yeah. So he's actually going to be up for big money next yeah. year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Sounds okay. like. Yeah. Is he having a good year? Yeah. The guy is like, like the hottest thing in baseball right now. I mean, the guy is like got everything going for him. Besides Aaron Judge. Yeah. Well, yeah. He's okay. got more home runs than him. But as far as uh, young talent in the league, he's the face. Star power. Well, it wasn't enough to uh, to beat out the Dodgers. It looks like... The Dodgers are very firmly going to win the NL West. No questions about it. Yeah, I saw um, they had a hell of a record. Oh, yeah. They're killing it again. Yeah. So, good for them. Um, Padres really, this is their year, you know? Like, this is their year, okay? 
if it if they don't if nothing happens down uh, down there in uh, Padres land, well, I don't know if it was ever meant to be uh, because they're not going to be the same team next year. They're going to lose a lot a lot of these these big bats that they they've been uh, signing. And they might still contend, but I really do believe this is their year. Now or never. Sort of. Bad time to lose Tatis. Yeah. Well. <laughs> Bummer. <laughs> right. He's messed up so bad they don't even want him back. <laughs> mm. What was his suspension again? Uh, he was on something, and then he said he was taking it for other reasons. Oh, uh, right. You know, the classic. I didn't know I was. He's juicing. Mostly that. My trainer gave it to me. Oh. Yeah. I just I just bend over. They just put the shot in yeah. my butt. What? I don't know. <laughs> and I was he saying it was something for like a, a skin condition. Yeah. Some people looked it up and it was actually kind of plausible. It's like, oh well, yeah. You know, like at La Farmacia, you can actually get this stuff. Um anyway. I've just always really liked flaxseed oil. <laughs> <laughs> a health nut. Uh just that's to- what Barry Bonds was on. He was he was Pressing them flaxseed so hard, they, <laughs> the oil was. <laughs> he had a flaxseed press. That was Barry's excuse. His in first his house, excuse. Yeah, just mainlining the stuff. <laughs> no, no, he just used his hands, dude. <laughs> oh no, no, he would take his head and like press it into a bowl, <laughs> and uh, that's how he did. Oh, it. my hands all oily. His giant melon. <laughs> oh Jesus. Oh boy, he's such a malformed man at the end there. Just a hulking beast. Um. So, we've talked about the A's tanking. Um, we've talked about the Padres this being their year. We've talked about Aaron Judge single-handedly kind of carrying the Yankees um, right now, I guess. And we've talked about the Giants' um, epic collapse <clears throat> compared to the what I think was an incredibly lucky year they had last year. I'm not saying there wasn't a lot of skill involved. I'm not saying there wasn't a lot of outside the box thinking uh, that was responsible for a lot of those wins, but there was also some luck. uh, If you ask me, there wasn't one professional analyst that would have said the giants would win a hundred games last year. Oh yeah. It was, it was more like a miracle. Nobody would have guessed that. Yeah. They won so many one run games. It was crazy. Like the most, and their franchise, for sure. I saw that football season started today. So um, nobody cares about baseball until the playoffs. <laughs> yeah, I guess that's one more bit of competition. Well, I've looked around a little bit on YouTube, and there are videos popping up that's saying that there is a attendance viewership collapse. And it's not a full-blown collapse, but it seems to be on the maybe 5 to 10% a year. And But this has been happening many years in a row. So it's a bit spooky. Well, aren't we rooting for the collapse? You know, I guess it's always a relevant question. And for me, I would have to say that, yeah, we need the, the collapse has to happen. And we have to watch it, and we have to accept it, and then we get to cheer as it builds itself back. I think that's... And if it doesn't go that way, so be it. Once you take out the things that uh, allow the drama to build, it can't be as good. And 
when you have three times as likely of a chance to make the playoffs, it just doesn't mean as much when you do. And all those things, I think for me, can never put it where it was. So if I ever want to get back where it was, I need the collapse, which is fucking horrible. What a stupid position to be in. But hey, that's that's. I, I guess I'm now for the first time having to admit it to myself that I'm hoping for a baseball collapse. But the thing is, I feel like I'm already watching it, and I feel like the first step of acknowledgement was making season one. So I guess this was always bound to happen, and I have to be all right with that. Should blow it up. What was that? Blow it up, put the pieces back together, and maybe you'll find, maybe you'll make real baseball out of it again. Right? Well, I see it like this, you guys. I think. Yeah. Crystal ball my ass. Let's look at a sport that has actually died in America. And what did that look like? Mm. Well, softball was more popular than baseball at a certain point. Okay. When was that? A long time ago. <laughs> Sounds like it. Right. But there were too many leagues and there was too many shenanigans. Too many on-field props, I'll bet. Yeah, they had on-field props. It was a huge problem. <laughs> Lots of props. Props are everywhere. Flying out of the dugout. <laughs> oh, I got a sport for you that collapsed that built itself back up again. Yeah. What? But I don't think it's technically a sport, and you might not like the answer, but uh, you know, Dana White bought the UFC for about $2 million. That's what all of it was worth. When he bought it. And it's not like it was ever big and then went down and then came back. You know, it was kind of had this tiny little, oh, what's that? Ultimate fighting. And then it basically died. Pay-per-view. And look at it now. It's it's pretty wild how into it people are in terms of popularity. Yeah. People kicking each other in the nuts. Yeah. For money. Yeah. All I know is that it went from making no impact whatsoever to big percentages of sporting fans are now into this. So meteoric rises can happen. I'm looking for a decline. I want to see a sport that was popular and then is no that, longer that came popular. Down, came yes. crashing down. Yeah. I think it'll just be baseball. Yeah. American gladiators. American gladiators. Are they still doing that? Is that even a sport? <laughs> I don't think so. No, they should though. Laser. Yeah. They should. I mean, there needs to be a 2022 version. All right. It's time. I name my name. Now each person has to name a name and we'll go around and see who loses. I said laser. Um, Blaze. Blaze. Good answer. I got nothing. I don't remember anything about this show, although I, I do confess to have watched uh, several episodes. Yeah, I know. That's where I'm at. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> Oh, I've been there. Is it a good or a bad thing that American Gladiator is no longer around? Or does UFC just fill that niche now? Or American Ninja. Yeah, or the XFL. You know, Ninja type shows. Talking about game shows now. This is now a show about game shows. I'm still waiting for you to name a name. man. I don't know anyone. I, I told you already. I said I didn't, couldn't remember any. Turbo. Yep. <laughs> These names suck. Oh, they're all horrible. Nitro. I got my next name lined up. I could probably just make one up and be right. Yeah, you could. Well, yeah. Uh, just keep going. The the flame. 
there was probably a flame in there. Yeah. I don't know. All right, one Whatever. of the girls was Diamond. Di- of course. Yeah. Diamond for sure. Yeah. yeah. That might be it for, for all I got. Storm. Oh, God, I'm going to lose. Huh. God, you got Storm. Oh, shoot. I'm in trouble. Man, I guess I'm going down. <laughs> okay. How did you pull out Storm? That's fine. That's perfectly okay. I can picture a lot of big blonde hair. I just think the, the games were really the shit i mean that's really what it all came down to i mean only in like feats of strength <laughs> yeah it was a great test of it was like david versus goliath <laughs> every night yeah <laughs> it's like and and like speed was always winning it was i mean a lot of the times it was winning yeah. but brute strength obviously conquered a lot of the times and you got some really good some really good hits you know let me cut in here and explain to the audience what American Gladiators is. If you don't know, this is a show where ordinary people compete with bodybuilders <laughs> in feats of strength. Of the early 90s. And the most common strategy for a normal person to, say, knock a, a much larger person off of a elevated pedestal by using a comically large Q-tip is to just kind of be faster and like kind of cheat. Oh, I forgot about that one. The jousting. Because mostly they would just lose. They'd get their licks in occasionally. Yeah. Yeah. And then they would be great. It's like coming from behind right. victory extra in a game, you know, like it's oh. a, the underdog. Boy, I haven't thought about this in years. Man, I love that show. I'm picturing all the things, the game where they'd be elevated and they could shoot tennis balls at them. They'd have little hiding spots. Tennis balls were a big theme in a lot of these games. Yeah. Lots of tennis balls getting thrown around. Yeah. You can get hurt by a tennis ball. That hits you in the eye socket. Oh, they came out hot too. No, that's not fun. This is kind of like the NFL and like American Ninja Warrior in one. It's two very widely popular productions. And I think it is a perfect medium. And they need to bring it back. I think I got a name. It might not be real though, but I think it might be Scout. Wow. That's not a very masculine name. I don't like that at all. I would never pick that for myself. That's a diminutive title. I thought it was a little bit weak, but possible. Was tennis more popular like before than it is now? Oh. Or do these things just get bigger and bigger? I don't know. It kind of seems like in our whole lifetime, tennis has always kind of stayed where it was. Yeah. doesn't seem more popular today than say, Agassi or Sampras times, uh, Federer times. I don't know. It seems like it's always kind of remained not a top sport, but plenty of people are way into it. I don't think they've really changed any rules. Maybe with their, uh, what's it called, reviews? Well, yeah, talk about Trackman. I mean, that stuff, it's the ultimate. Trackman, yeah, but they don't do it for every call. They still got line judges. Oh. I think tennis has pretty much remained the same. If it's in question, they resort to that like, immediately. Yeah. Oh, they have Trackman at tennis now? Yeah, it doesn't surprise me. Oh, they've been doing it for years. They're actually probably... They might have been the first, actually. Yeah. But you can call a challenge, and then they show you the triangulation. Uh, right. But I don't think it's ever been quick enough where they can do it every call. They're still going with line judges. I would think that technology would change soon. Well, the high-speed cameras now can take like thousands of pictures every second. So you can, yeah. we have the technology now. Well, what happens is though the player can challenge it. That's what, and the, the player has like 
maybe a dozen challenges per match or something like that, like set like lots. Yeah. And, but yeah, the line judge will call it, but if it's got it, yeah, if the player can challenge, they're trying to maintain the humanity as well. I'm guessing. Yeah. Well, the, the computer's not fast enough. I thought you just said it is fast enough. Well, the way that it works right now is because someone's got to look at it and be like, well, you're right. Look, it could be done. Um, Okay, you know what? I think you're right. We are preserving the humanity. We have the line judge there. I, I think a lot of people would, wouldn't be as entertained if it was just a giant red-green light. Yeah, I, I do too. But I think that's coming. I think that's inevitable, though. Eventually, they will do that. Seems like it. It's about integrating the technology and improving it so it's more reliable, right? Like, so, like take TrackMan in baseball. Yeah, yeah. And the way that it works is that there's a person who sits up behind home plate with a computer screen... And they tell the umpire whether it's a ball strike or there's no data, not not enough data to make the call. Or TrackMan crashes and they say, TrackMan crashed, make the call yourself. <laughs> Do you still remember how? Strike. <laughs> <laughs> by, by the way, uh, the U.S. Open for... That was a Naked Gun reference, it wasn't was. it? It was. You yes. totally nailed it. Yeah, thank by you. By the way, which is another good, I guess... You could say it's a baseball movie. There's a baseball scene. But the U.S. Open for tennis is occurring right now, folks. We are in the semifinal stage. I mean, no. tennis couldn't be any bigger right now, to be honest, hmm. uh, in our country. Okay, you guys. So I have an example of a sport that has completely died out in America. Okay. That was once popular. Uh-huh. Track cycling. Track cycling. Oh. People would go watch this. Those guys haul ass. Yeah, I guess. I mean, if it's snowing, I guess it's better than watching The Wall. Well, you can't say it was ever huge, could you? Well, it, apparently in the 1920s, it was a popular spectator sport. Oh, okay. Hmm. Canoe hurdling. Aye. That sport died out big time. <laughs> which one? Canoe hurdling. Yeah, too many fatalities. A sport in which participants in canoes attempt to paddle over logs placed in the water. <laughs> Who would want to do that? <laughs> or canoe tilting. Let's compete. Also a dead sport. Participants on canoes attempt to knock each other off and into the water. Right. Uh, after the 70th drowning, they decided to just call it off and yeah. go play golf instead. <laughs> Another dead sport, pun perhaps intended, is chariot racing, where Knights mm. of the Shining Armor... Oh, chariot yeah. racing was Roman times. Thrust each other. I can picture that. So th- we're talking about Roman times. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry. Getting the Colosseum. The most popular sport in ancient Greece, yeah. They're no, wearing right. the togas. Okay, but what about the sport where you have one horse and a carriage, and they're more or less trotting around a horse track? I meant to say jousting. Sorry, guys. Oh, okay. Yeah, jousting. Nobody does that anymore. That's a dead sport. <laughs> the one I'm talking about is, is recent. I haven't seen it for 20 years, but it, it wasn't Roman times. Now you you'd recognize it and you go oh that silly sport it's like speed walking or like oh speed walking who wants to watch horses race man not running their fastest what the fuck is the point horses not you're talking about dressage no i'm talking about in this chariot race you can't just run f- your horse full speed you have to be in some form of a trot okay so you've been describing a 
sport that I'm pretty sure doesn't exist for a, a good minute and a half now. I have no idea. I, I'm, I'm absolutely certain you're lying to me. I call you out. But I'm saying within maybe 20 years, I, I used to see it like it used to be part of the sports center. There's, you're telling me there's a cha- there's a miniature chariot race where you're, the horse is not allowed to run? I call bullshit. It's not that they're not allowed to run. They just have to be in a certain type of run, which I think is a truck. Uh, a dressage type run, yes. I, yeah, okay, dr- yeah, a dressage yeah. type run, I guess you could right, say that. Right, okay. Okay. And the analogy is speed walking. Wow. Where speed walkers aren't allowed to just take off in a run. They have to race while walking. What the (laughs) fuck? What the fuck? He'll tell, he'll tell, he'll tell. (laughs) It's like almost not real. It's like, okay, you're going to speed wrap, but make sure to go really slow. Okay, go. It's like this, though. When you find out who's the fastest, how many violations the average speedwalker gets called on, you, you realize it's just all BS. Like these guys get called out for cheating. They can get called out like, a large number of times before they actually have any like uh, penalties against them. Well, so it's just like a sport where you're just always walking on that line, <laughs> <laughs> frequently crossing it. We're calling that a sport. That's pretty funny. Uh, because running is faster than walking. I could walk faster than you any day. Mm-hmm. Yeah, prove it. <laughs> oh, boy. Wow. This I'm looking at a list of ancient and extinct sports. And like there, the material on here is just amazing. For example, Kuju, an ancient Chinese ball game that involves kicking a ball into a net. So, okay. All right. Uh, Hila. A traditional Russian game with similarities to rugby using a pumpkin-shaped ball. <laughs> I mean, sure, okay. Uh, and oh, the, here we go. Colvin, a medieval sport from the Netherlands where the aim is to hit a ball to a target in the minimum number of strokes, a precursor to golf. Oh. Oh. And there's Except like, they killed the loser. Yeah. <laughs> yeah oh, in all. It was in an honorable death. He went to Valhalla. <laughs> yes. Very high honor. A golf death was actually technically considered a death in battle. So you were good. We're going to have to take your head for that victory. Well, I mean, they used to teach us in school that the Aztecs had a sport that was the birth, like the original kind of soccer. Right. And yeah, they would play with this messed up sideways basketball looking hoop, stone hoop carved in the wall. And I remember all my teachers telling me, multiple teachers would tell this story and it's like, and they killed all the losers. And I'm like, wait, wait, what? They would, yeah, ritual sacrifice. All of them died. Okay, 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 okay. So I'm trying to organize a league. Um, uh, okay, do we have to kill all of them? <laughs> Maybe just the goalie? Uh, <laughs> hey, who wants to play goalie this week? Must have been big fame and uh, prizes for winning. I feel like either the Aztecs were the most savage brutal people to have ever existed or some of my textbooks were a little racist because it seemed like the only thing I learned about them is that they killed, sacrificed and killed people. Yeah. Yeah. That's about what I got. Maybe you only know about the, you know, the last days of a civilization, right? You don't hear about how it started. Right. You see the, the embers of the fire. You don't see uh, the logs that they were. Or how long. Yeah, so when we started killing everyone all the time, it, it turned out that wasn't very smart and our civilization suffered. Also, we ate all the food. Yeah, I mean, probably thrive for a long time. Well, they play a lot of baseball in, uh, yeah. <laughs> in South America. You guys hear about the foreign player draft? 
Yeah. So that's a new rule this year. They put it into the collective bargaining agreement right at the end. Um, and okay, the idea is, you know, if you grow up in the States or Puerto Rico, right, you are subject to the rules of the draft, the existing draft. Okay. But players in other countries, such as um, the Dominican Republic and other places, uh, there's a large industry around training kids to be baseball players in the hopes that they will make lots of money. And sometimes it works. But uh, essentially, all these kids are free agents, <laughs> right? So they get to call the shots. They get lots of money. They get lots of like training facilities built in their town. Yeah. Um, their mom is suddenly driving a Lexus. Dad's, you know, little brother's got a drone. Like uh, all that's happening, right? Mm -hmm. Well, you'd be taking that money right out of these kids' hands uh, if they change this rule. Because these kids would no longer be free agents. They'd be subject to the draft. They'd have to go play minor league ball. Mm. And they'd have teams... Uh, Manipulating their playtime so that they could control them for as long as possible. Okay, so I've got some big news, you guys. Um, it looks like... Okay. Yeah, big news Let's for go. baseball. It looks like the minor leaguers are going to unionize. Never been unionized before? No. Oh, man. Well, this will be big. They had a vote. Uh, they got the votes. This is happening. Hmm. So I assume they get their pay bumped. What other big rewards? Well, what they're doing is they're asking the MLB to recognize uh, the union so that they can... Like we're important. Hey, guys, even though we're at the bottom of the totem pole, we're still professional athletes. Right. People pay to go watch them play. It's very common now the way that they move these players around that they may come up and play a few games in the pros, you know, when the team needs them, depending on what kind of year the team's having. Especially if you're a pitcher. If the bullpen's looking tired... Um, and you know, your team's in a certain position where you right. can, you know, bring a guy up, see what he's got. I mean, you, they're going to do it, save their arms. And that's why we have the new rule this year that says you can only option a player, uh, five times back and forth <laughs> because they were doing it like <laughs> 10, 12 times. Yeah. What, what was it? Mariners, Brewers, Brewers Oh, well, that's Mariners. a different rule that you couldn't, yeah, that they couldn't drop a guy and then pick him up and then you could pick him back up. Uh, that was a totally different rule. And we named it after the guy, the guy who, who went back and forth between the Mariners and the Brewers like six times or something. Yeah. So I think the union thing I'm sure will help the small minor league player scrap out a decent, a more decent living. And uh, yeah, hopefully it's good for him. Yeah. Yeah. I think we'll see movement. Well, we're always going to expect to see movement on money, but I think what's more interesting is will we see movement on the rules that baseball have, uh, the way that they're able to control the players for a, a time. It's it's it doesn't really have a lot of parallels with other sports. Yeah. So yeah, I think that conditions will only get better for baseball players um, if they unionize um, at the minor league level. I think this is great news. Yeah, most it says uh, you know most players earn less than thirteen thousand five hundred ninety dollars which is the federal poverty line for a single person. Wow. Going to minor leagues at advocacy groups. That's pretty wild. Poverty line and then millions. Yeah. Whereas the pretty next fine level line up, too. Yeah. You just go one more level up and like average salary is 4 million per player. If you start shooting 11 under now, all of a sudden you're making 800 grand a year playing disco. Exponentially higher. Yeah. Ting, ting, ting. Hmm. Couple more birdie putts. Couple more. That's all it takes. That's it. So you're, 
you're saying the difference between a minor league player and a major league player is 13,000 versus 4 million? I think that's about right. In the major leagues, even the most middling franchises have estimated values in the billions, and the average player salary is more than four million. By contrast, the majority of minor league players earn between four hundred to seven hundred dollars per week and are only paid during the regular season. Wow! Over the course of a season, most players earn less than thirteen thousand five hundred ninety dollars. That's boy. This is from NPR two days ago. You get a free hot dog with that. Yeah, hopefully. Half a soda, yeah. maybe. Here's your popcorn. You do bonus. Yeah. yeah, wow. Here, here's a Coke. Uh, split that with your first baseman. Seriously. These guys are getting screwed, man. I mean, when you put it like that, I never really thought of it that way, but that's about as fine a line as there is in yeah. probably any occupation. Boy, that's a call that you uh, definitely don't want to have your batteries go out for. You want to take that call and go up to the major leagues. Yeah, yeah. you definitely don't want to bring the phone on the field. Mm. <laughs> uh, I think it worked for that guy. He got publicity. <laughs> well, I wouldn't have been great if he had slide feet first and broke his phone and it exploded and caught on fire on his butt. <laughs> sure. Now that's a photo. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, these batteries, you know, they're volatile. It's a volatile situation. And we're, we're going to limit those. <laughs> Aren't they what? Turn down phone. Cool, man. That was okay. The badass. It was like David vs. Goliath every night. I don't know if it was ever meant to be. <laughs> My trainer gave it to me, huh? Once you take out the things that uh, allow the drama to build, it can't be as good. And when you have three times as likely of a chance to make the playoffs, it just doesn't mean as much when you do.